listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. Resurrected Republic, Truth Radio Broadcast on RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network, because you can handle the truth. Welcome, welcome, welcome. RTR Truth Media, Resurrected Republic on the Republic Broadcasting Network. I'm your host, Tom Lackabara-Stewart. I do believe Chris Witzer is with me and Rachel Tobias, hopefully as well. Uh, um, good, good morning. Uh, as as Nancy Pelosi would say, good morning, good Sunday morning, good morning. <laughs> What's up, fellas? <laughs> good morning. Hey, good morning, man. Rachel. Is she with us? Yes, I am. Hello, Rachel. Oh, what an interesting time we have. I don't know if you've heard, Rachel, but there's a. Uh, a lady out of uh, Israel that, that is urging, just calling for help. Um, Israel looks like uh, it looks like 1984. Uh, we thought it was bad here. I think it's it's pretty bad over there now. Apparently, you need some sort of uh, travel documents now. They've created like a second class citizen for the people that have gotten these ridiculous vaccines that aren't a, 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 that isn't a vaccine from corporations and companies that are essentially criminal organizations uh bad times going on over there have you heard about it yes i have and i believe she referred to it as a medical apartheid and it's the green passes that are being used and ironically speaking i think we've mentioned multiple times that their prime minister has been indicted and why is he still (laughs) running around controlling anything is beyond me but we all know what's going on um so yes, of course. And then in places like Europe, people have to provide documentation as to why they want to leave the country. And anything, obviously, that happens in other countries pretty much trickles down and happens here. I mean, New York recently, there's the Excelsior, Excelsior Pass, which Cuomo presented to get into various venues and is pressuring businesses to have this pass. It's basically an app that you download on your phone and it um, goes into records provided by the different laboratories as to what your COVID testing status was, whether it was negative or positive, and what your vaccination status was. So it reaches out into those records, pulls it up on your phone, and then that is used to present to different venues to get into a venue, although it does expire. So let's say someone does comply, they go out, they get vaccinated, they can prove it with this app on their phone, there is a limited time use of it before it expires and they have to reapply again for another permission slip. Yeah, exactly right. They're also bringing out the passports here in America as, as you you know showed in that New York post article. So I think uh, everything's going to come home to roost just like it does for everything else in Israel. think we have a, a clip of the green passport. We can play that. Yeah, please. It's called the green passport. We're not told to wear it. But what they have done is they have essentially overnight created a second-class citizenry, a, a, a true medical apartheid that is uh, disallowing healthy, law-abiding, tax-paying citizens from entering their places of culture um, if they do not participate in this experiment. It's that it's that simple. You literally, we've been told there are people who have been kicked out of their choirs, out of their pools, out of their gyms. I don't know who's going to hear the message we're saying i don't know what is going to become of it i know that there is no other option than to give every fiber of energy and strength into battling this because because there is no other option there is there is everything to lose and everything to gain there's 
and and um, I think it's actually never been simpler in some ways. And I I believe that that it's um I believe quite simply that we are privileged to have this truth. It, there is truth that I think is a common denominator against all all these different people, different countries, different languages, and we all are seeing and speaking a very clear truth. And I think that that truth is an absolute gift, but it's it's an obligation. And it wasn't given to us to just sit at home and with this apathy and hope for the best. We've got to all come together because really this is how we win. These making these connections between us, country, country after country, that is that is the only thing that these governments feel fear. They have the most they have the wealth of empires behind them. But but when the people realize that we are the many and they are the small, they have nothing. They have nothing. And I can never give up on on that hope that we're going to we're going to build this force and and uh, and take our lives back because I've said before, I feel like the ball is in the air. You know, it's like this volleyball and it's a matter of who who hits it. We're not going back. There is no going back. There's going forward and we we have a tremendous opportunity. And we have a tremendous opportunity to come together as humans. Without without the questions of religion, they are pushing us so far that they they are making this complete reset. We get to actually be just humans in a, in, in such a beautiful way as painful as these divisions that they've made we actually can come together in a way that's that's how it's meant to be um that's my opinion ilana rachel welcome in the black box studio uh yesterday i Listen to a kind of a disruptive audio file from you all the way from Jerusalem. It's a very bad situation here. They're making people wear a, a ankle bracelet. It's absolutely insane. But meantime, we just keep fighting, you know, fighting as much as we can. So we need everybody's help because whatever happens here will happen everywhere. Will happen everywhere. So we're fighting for ourselves and we're fighting for the whole world. But we need help. We need every bit, every everything, every hand on deck. It gave me the goosebumps, and that's the reason why I wanted to talk to you directly to report from your side what is actually going on in Israel. What's going on? In short, I don't know that there is a short version, but that are. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has taken the initiative to sign us up without our informed consent to be the um, experimental subjects for Pfizer's rollout of their experimental technology. Um, and they are doing so with just short of brute force, um, using coercive methods of threatening people with their livelihood, threatening young children, uh, 16-year-old kids that they can't take their matriculation exams. And the rollout of this has been um, very, uh, while this plan is for many countries, and in, in other places they give you the option to come and sign up, but here there's there's no option. You pretty much need to come and do it. It's already as if the science is settled, even though it doesn't even exist. And there's a profound governmental and social pressure already to, to rush into this um, this experiment. And, uh, and, and in Israel, they don't even speak about it as if it's an experiment. Well, the rest of the world is fully aware that's exactly what this is. Are you saying that vaccines are mandatory in Israel right now? Vaccines are not mandatory in Israel. However, this COVID-19 shot is, well, it's just short of it, meaning they say that it's not a have to and it's not a force. But the reality on the ground is, is people are losing their jobs if they're in the health, um, if they're doing any sort, sort of health professional. There are many, many different um places where people are, 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 are told that you vaccinate or you're out. You told me something uh, before in this audio file about people wearing a kind of a badge around their wrist, uh, the free pass or something like that. What is that all about? 
it's called the green passport. We're not told to wear it, but what they have done is they have essentially overnight created a second-class citizenry, a, a, a true medical apartheid that is uh, disallowing healthy, law-abiding, tax-paying citizens from entering their places of culture um, if they do not participate in this experiment. It's that it's that simple. You literally, we've been told there are people who have been kicked out of their choirs, out of their pools, out of their gyms. Hey, can you uh, um, pause like this I just said, for a second, uh, folks? I don't know if you remember uh, over the course of the years. I, you know, I, I fall back to this uh, the piece of research I did when I, I came across the, uh, the CIA presidential daily briefing reports uh, between forty six and forty eight the foundation of the creation of Bolshevik state. And, you know, I had said back then, because, you know, I, I have fundamental differences with the religion of, of Judaism and Talmud, the Talmud and all that, but that aside for a moment, the religion aside for a moment, uh, the nation was founded primarily organizationally by Bolsheviks who were atheists. They were not, uh, they, could, they could have given a damn about the religion itself. And uh, I said, uh, when I when I really started to started to uh, sink in, I realized what what had happened was was that the religious Jews of the of the of the era in World War II, I believe, were used as scapegoats by the Zionists. Uh, I believe those were the ones that were uh, sent to uh, the work camps, um, and uh, the Zionists pretty much used them as uh, you know as pawns. Uh, whereas the Zionists, the Bolsheviks, were being were freed to 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 go to Israel and and found Israel terrorist squads. If you see, read read the uh, CIA reports, you know. And and to this day, folks, you know, I have not seen one other journalist or historian write a single stitch on those presidential daily briefing reports between 1946 and 48. You would think not just Israel. You'd think that that time in the world, those reports would hit you know, to be declassified and there would be historians chomping at the bit to get to that information. And I haven't heard a peep. I digress for a moment. I said a long time ago that as they did in World War II, they're going to do again. They, they, they paint uh, people out like, uh, like us, like myself and Chris, especially to be anti-Semites, to hate Jews. We hate Jews and we're, we're white nationalists and white this and white that. Look, I think it's important to stand for your, you know, protect your culture, especially when it's under attack. Um, but I, I, you know, this is, there's something far deeper going on here and I see it happening again. And I see the same, uh, uh, the same organization using Jewish identity. And what's this exactly what they did, like the, uh, uh, Chertoffs of the world, the creations of DHS and, uh, Lord knows unit 8200 with who knows how many corporations around the world, who basically have domestic spying operations for uh, Soviet Bolshevik Israel uh, all over the all over the world, you know, or they're on our, our borders, uh, monitoring border security with the technology down there. Uh, Chris, you remember that, right? <laughs> the former commander of Unit eighty two hundred. But folks, I said a long time ago that that I fear for Israel. I fear for the people. That's like the people, just like the American people, you know, they're propagandized and raised to believe certain things. But I fear because I, I think that they, the Bolsheviks are going to, uh, they're going to throw them under the bus, just like they did before. They're going to do again. And I see it happening. And I, you know, I just, I, I hope that somebody hears it and, and they do something about it. Uh, but, you know, I, I'd like to know before we can continue on with that clip, uh, what do you guys, what are your thoughts on, on that? history repeating itself or what yeah Anybody? absolutely yeah. um so yeah i mean we've said multiple times in this show it doesn't matter as much the religious background of the people you know when it comes to a system that wants total control anyone can be thrown under the bus you know it doesn't matter if people swear allegiance to the new world order or not and any time that anyone complies, even in good faith, even people who your average citizen from any country just trying to comply, there's all kinds of little 
goalpost moves and stipulations. I've mentioned with this Excelsior pass, let's say someone does go out, they get the vaccine, they believe in the narratives, they want to go along to get along and have everything open. Oh, well, it's not enough. You got the vaccine. Oh, You're Rachel, gonna have to get. Yes. Rachel, you, you know, in Israel, what they're passing out is not a vaccine. They're calling it uh, um, a vaccine. It's not. All right. So the so the genetic therapy. Uh, right, right, right. That's that important. Well, yes, because I know that Pfizer is mainly used in Israel and in other right. places there are actual vaccines like the Johnson and Johnson or AstraZeneca, yes, yes. although that doesn't yeah. that doesn't mean that I think it's necessarily safe for the individual, whether or not it is or isn't a va- like ultimately. No, yeah. no what the right. point that I was making yes. with that is is that they are they are they are calling it a vaccine and they're using that that buildup of, of um, you know it's attacking anti-vaxxers and and they're making all about the vaccine 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 but this in fact what they're in israel and a lot of places here that what that stuff that they're giving out is, is like a, is gene therapy it's altering your dna they have no idea that the the, the so consequences that could come some some of them rolled out are vaccines and some aren't but yes, the main yes. takeaway right Regardless, the main takeaway is we're being sold a bill of goods. This comes down to the health of the individual and any promises of a return to the old world is just a falsehood. I mean, regardless of what country it is. Yeah, I'm sorry I interrupted you there, but I just, as I said, jumped out at me uh, because I I know that, you know, vaccines are bad enough, you know, with with what's going on. But this gene therapy really has me, uh, whoo, I mean, you can. Like Brian, Brian said the other day, and I think he made a very good point. He said, uh, OK, go ahead and take that. And, and, and OK, you're OK in two weeks. Well, come back and see me in a year or five or ten. And or, or did you or were you able to have those children you wanted to have? <laughs> but right. And, and not only that, but like and I keep bringing up New York a million times, even though we're talking about Israel. But New York, you know, they talk about fighting segregation. And this is clearly like that woman said, creating a medical apartheid. A lot of black communities are very skeptical of the so-called vaccines or mRNA therapy in New York. A lot of people don't want to take this and quite a few minorities. And if they keep creating these passports and these, you know, separate uh, privileges for classes of citizens, they're going to create more segregation rather than less, which is what they're Mm -hmm. claiming to fight. Yeah. But, you know, if you didn't vote for Biden, you you ain't black, you know. <laughs> sorry, I had to throw that in there. <laughs> but I, I'm sorry. I, I mean, I interrupted you when you were in the middle of that. Uh, but I just uh, it, there's something in the in the just the pit of my just the, the, I don't know. I, I get a bad feeling about that uh, gene therapy. Really, really bad. Well, right, and and even again, what I tend to do when I talk to people who aren't into conspiracies, I will point out the data just on their own terms and conditions. So I'll only reference the CDC and the manufacturers of these things. And I'll say, according to them, here's what they're saying to you. They're saying, take this vaccine or gene therapy, depending on what you're getting. And it won't stop you from getting COVID. It won't stop you from giving other people COVID. It might help you a little bit, but we don't know how long immunity lasts or long-term effects. Right, so why? That's basically what they're saying to you. Yeah, so why? And why? none of that makes any sense, right? And does if me. anything goes wrong, if anything it goes does. wrong, you it, don't it, get I hate any... to say it, it makes perfect sense to me because if you understand these people, like uh, the, the Gates' parents, uh, the eugenicists, the Fabian socialists, these, these people that have no compunction, they have no, <clears throat> they, they will not lose a minute of sleep at night. If they wiped out three quarters of the world's population, they'd be happy. They would. I've read what their their what what went into what went into the building of the mind of Gates. Oh Lord. Oh. I mean, look look at George Bernard Shaw, who Nancy Pelosi just loves to quote. George Bernard Shaw, a, a Fabian socialist, who said that uh, you know every seven or seven years or so, uh, there should be a bureaucratic board where every man and woman has to. Uh, go and justify their existence to to be able to continue to live these are the type of people i mean i'm not making this stuff up folks i'm just repeating what they've said uh but rachel i want you to finish your thoughts when we get back uh 
We'll be back after a few moments. A uh, few words from our sponsors, ladies and gentlemen. RTR Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Hello, I'm Dr. Leonard Horowitz. I was right 30 years ago in warning the world about threatening lab virus outbreaks, AIDS, and Ebola. I was right 20 years ago when FBI Director Robert Mueller made me a suspect in the anthrax mailings because I warned the Bureau before the CIA's biocrime and Cipro sales psyops happened. I was right about COVID-19 being an AIDS-laced mutagen plan to resurge this fall to excuse officials' profitable depopulation globalization agendas. And I was right about the only safeguards being antioxidants and holy spiritual sustenance. Vitamin C, D, zinc, chlorophyll, oxygen, and oxysilver especially transmits the frequency resonance to neutralize the expanded function bioweapon. Oxysilver is a double superconductor of the healing power of love. It is the first nutraceutical invented to amplify prayer power and the faithful loving intention of your heart. Buy, try, and stockpile OxySilver through HealthyWorldStore.com. Welcome back. So, Rachel, uh, I'm going to give you the floor because uh, I, I said the gene therapy, like I said, it's happening in Israel. I wanted to I wanted to bring that up. I know you guys have spoken about it before, but there's something that's just uh, really seems to be uh, uh, very evil about that. That's bothering me. I, I wanted to share that. I've kind of been out for a little while uh, handling some personal business, so I, I wasn't caught up on everything. So you, you have the floor. OK. All right. Hey, everyone. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in again um, to RTR Truth on RBN Network. As Tom and I were discussing earlier, he had played a clip from this woman who was talking about the medical apartheid and just basically making the case of history repeating itself. Essentially, we understand that this is a Bolshevik agenda in, ad- in addition to other societies such as the Jesuits, which I will talk about in a little minute as there's a few topics that I'd like to cover. Um, firstly, we're talking about the acceleration of this new world order in these passes. And I had mentioned that Cuomo very excitedly discussed the Excelsior Pass. He wanted to be the first in the nation ever to have this pass to help people reopen economics. And there was a quote 
that he had given. By the way, he gave this presentation on Friday after 2 p.m. when most people have checked out for the weekend, uh, explaining about how we're going to reopen New York safely under these guidelines, right? And uh, meanwhile, I'm happy that there's a lot of people in New York calling for his resignation. He has an illegitimate governance at this point. He totally should go to jail or be impeached for um, <laughs> the nursing home scandal and everything that he's done up until this point, in addition to the sexual harassment scandal, which is, you know, quite upsetting, however, is being used to shadow the nursing home scandal as it stands. But uh, a few questions I have for Cuomo. One, how exactly... Do you reopen a business that's been driven into the ground by terrible COVID policy? You just can't. There's a lot of people whose livelihoods are ruined and no amount of universal basic income or money printing is going to fix that. You know? And then secondly, Cuomo is saying, quoted, well, it's not a question of just the public health or the economy, you know, and having to choose between the two is a false paradigm. We need to reopen safely. Well, everyone who had mentioned in the beginning of this whole charade, whatever you want to call COVID or not, anyone who had said, hey, we have to keep the economy open, was called, oh, you you want to kill grandma and you're selfish and you just don't care. And anyone who pointed out that this was a false paradigm was pretty much made fun of. Anyone who said that there was going to be COVID vaccine passports was made fun of. And surely enough, people are begging for these resolutions. Now, New York is promising that if you do put your medical information on this app, they won't share it, rest assured. No other third party is going to see it. And, you know, it's not like <laughs> someone can just hack into your phone and take your medical information, which I should mention, I still do have Twitter, but I'm going to delete it soon. Plenty of people are on Twitter posting actual photos of themselves holding their vaccine cards with all of their information on it. And I remember back in the day when we were told to keep our social security numbers, and I'm not saying that's what's on that pass, but back in the day, we were told not to talk to strangers, stranger danger. We were told, you know, you've got to keep all your documents and personal information very secure and safe. <laughs> and it seems like these days people just don't understand that value of that privacy and how that can be exploited. So New York State, what they're doing is they're saying you have to prove vaccination status or have a negative test within a certain amount of time. Through this conversation, I've seen nothing regarding even medical exemptions, religious exemptions, anything. I've heard nothing from liberals talk about, what about people who can't get this COVID vaccine even if they wanted to, for whatever reasons, maybe it's just medical reasons, what if they believe in the propaganda, right? But they can't have it. I've seen nothing discuss that. In fact, I've seen terrible things. We've mentioned before Krispy Kreme donuts saying, hey, come get a free donut if you get this pass and, you know, all kinds of goodies and things that seem to just go directly against health. It's a pretty, pretty tragic thing that's happening, but it's kind of a silver um, lining to it, as terrible as things may seem. And we're not on this show to kind of, you know, scare everyone. We're here to explain and say what the news is up to. But the silver lining is I think a lot of people feel... Like, they're finally seeing the medical industry for what it is um, in real time. It's one thing if people want to sign up for a vaccine of their own accord. It's one thing if they understand that a lot of this being rolled out is indeed gene therapy. I wouldn't say that it alters your DNA, but that kind of doesn't matter to me, right? It's still yeah. being sold a bill of goods under false pretenses and shaming people and coercing them. Even if yeah, the yeah, state but... hasn't necessarily made this mandatory, they've done everything but... And if people well, don't, want to go don't forget, ahead, don't don't forget all those those those, those people that, that can't uh, they don't have access to to these things because they don't know how to use the internet and <laughs> and Lord knows that uh, especially the the African Americans in the inner cities that, that don't know how to use it <laughs> right Lord. right <laughs> and then two things here and I've mentioned multiple times regardless of what you think COVID is or isn't to everyone saying we have to reach herd immunity. How do you know when the so-called pandemic is over if the state is the one monopolizing the data, right? <laughs> if the state's in charge of this and they're the ones who get to say when it is or isn't over, whether there's a real threat or not, it's not a good position to be in. <laughs> and I don't think people understand that anyone who's complying to go along or really does believe in this regardless, that's the position we need to be aware of. Don't be a jerk.
you are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. For over 20 years now, Extendivite has proven time and again, it really works. Here is a testimonial from Amazon.com. I received an arterial switch at birth. In my mid-20s, I started getting slight runs of NSVT. Nothing too serious, but enough to cause worry. I started taking Extendivite a little over two years ago, and it helped cut the palpitations and NSVT down drastically. This isn't a cure-all supplement. I strongly recommend a good diet and exercise to aid in any heart troubles you may be having. And I strongly recommend giving Extendivite a try. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. That's H-E-A-R-T-D-R-O-P.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Ladies and gentlemen, J.R. Moore here. We have a special promotion going on at Republic Broadcasting. This is a fundraiser for Republic Broadcasting involving the energy planner. Mail me a postcard. My address is at my website at thelibertyman.com. We pick a postcard every other Thursday. When your postcard is drawn out, you get to buy an energy planner for $215 instead of $285, $70 discount. $200 goes to Republic Broadcasting. You also get a 10% discount on my mattress pads. So get those postcards in, put your name, your telephone number, your email address on there, and when your postcard is drawn, you get to get an energy cleaner for $215 instead of $285. Mattress pads, 10% off. Help us out at Republic Broadcasting and help yourself to get an energy cleaner at a deep discount. It's a win-win situation for everybody. We hope you can get these postcards in soon. Thank you very much. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. I know that these guys covered this, uh, this subject before, but um, uh, something resonated in my my just when I saw that last night. Um, I've had a creeping fear of, of the safety of. Uh, I, I was afraid that they were going to use these folks again uh, at some point as scapegoats, and, and COVID is just my God. I mean, just uh, whoever foresaw this coming like this, 
Seems like the gas pedal has just been jammed, Rachel. Uh, no, no, you take, go ahead and take the floor. I'm not just, uh, something's really bothering me about this, uh, in a fundamental way that I, I just, uh, I see history repeating itself and I just wish I, well, we could stop it. It's basically a spiritual battle disguised as a medical one, right? Yeah. I mean, at the core of this, like I said, I've, I've said a million times, I'm not religious, but it truly, to call it anything but a spiritual battle is to miss the mark. Yeah. Because this is the religion of COVID. You know, I've, I've brought up other articles before. Um, this past week, I came across an article, I can't remember what website, and it was literally titled, We're Scared About the Pandemic Ending. And it was this author who had gone into the details of saying that they weren't looking forward to everything being open, that they were still terrified of other people and how they wanted, you know, this to continue just in the sense of this was what they considered the new normal. And whether or not this author was sincere, we're going to continue seeing this media propaganda push for trying to normalize the abuse that everyone has just been experiencing. I had also sent... uh, you know, Chris, I believe you too, Friday by the train station by me, there's a little 9-11 memorial plaque. And I was just visiting and kind of thinking about how this coming September is going to be the 20 year anniversary of 9-11, which is pretty wild, right? 2021, because of what took place in 2001, obviously. And on that plaque itself, it was dedicated to people in my town who went to the city that day and never came back. And they're just working you know, around Manhattan or wherever they did. And it said, we want to thank people for their sacrifice, which we use as a reminder to never take our freedoms for granted. And I was reading that plaque and I was blown away just thinking about this because we know the impact that 9-11 had and the trauma. And I quite like, you know, Ryan Dawson's coverage of it. But that aside, this whole COVID thing has been compared to 9-11, but this international traumatization and this idea of sacrifice and I think of the elderly people in the nursing homes that were needlessly you know put on ventilators knowing what would happen this is pretty crazy and this is actually the occult season of sacrifice currently uh as Mark Passio has talked about so many times that begins in March and ends I believe in May it's a wild dark time and it was almost worse during the winter which was reflected by their use of language even Biden Cuomo said a dark winter And this whole thing, I know it's definitely some people, look, they're going along to get along and they're not going to change, right? But some people are definitely waking up to the industry of this and how deeply rooted this new world order is. It's not just government. It's corporations, academia, institutions, sports. It's rotten at every core. But it seems like, you know, sorry to segue, we've got a caller, Brian in Washington. Can we put him through? Sam, can we put Brian through? I'm here. Hey, Brian, how's it going? Doing fine, thank you. Well, I was listening to the Israeli woman being interviewed, and I just have to tell people that in Washington State, our governor here talks the same kind of code speak. It kind of sums it up almost identical to what I'm hearing her saying The word forward is being used constantly. Hillary liked that word. There's a forward magazine in Israel. How about we need to move forward in unity together? (laughs) So what I'm I'm saying, if you re-listen to that Israeli woman, there's a big push to come together. And we heard a year ago, we're all in this together. If people aren't seeing the communitarian linkages to this social engineering meme war, Mm -hmm. I I want people alerted to this. This is how they present the solution. And it's not going to be individuals... And their own private property, we all got to join a kibbutz, a group, have consensus. This is the, the new phase in the 
war. We're going to move to communitarianism, but first you have to get all the media saying, being on board. And this is the warfare underway. So that's that's the only reason I called, and I'm going to let you guys get back to it. Thank you, Brian. You're absolutely right. And it does extend to the whole QAnon message of where we go one, we go all. There's nothing wrong with people voluntarily working together and interacting together and having trade and exchange. But this is different. This yes. is compliance and obedience. This is not yes. coming together after a traumatic event to uplift each other. This is here to push forward. As he said, there's this whole push for smart cities. Um, and this, you know, the 2030, you will own nothing and you will be happy. So absolutely, it's yeah. eradication. You know, there's this um, eradicating of people's heritages and their lineage and their connection to their own land and people. Absolutely. So it looks like we do have another caller, uh, Ken in Washington, on line three. Ken, are you with us? Can you put us through? Yes. Boy, it's Hi, good Ken. to talk to you all again. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you. How's it going? Very good. Um... Well, I didn't want to ruin Tom's day, but uh, there's something that bugs me about all this, and oh, there's so much to say. I'm going to try to be concise. Um, they talk about herd immunity, and then now we're hearing about the mRNA-type uh, shot injection. Um, it, it's People have to understand how brutal... Bolsheviks are, and if history is repeating itself, they need to refamiliarize themselves with that particular issue real fast because they are so unbelievably brutal that they just want to grind you into the ground. And if you have a mass population reduction uh, nonsense that they put out there, it's real easy to get rid of a smaller group of people in the guise of mass population reduction. Um, and with this vaccination, or whatever you want to call it, because they've redefined the word vaccination, so it's actually accurate calling it a vaccination because they redefined what vaccination means in the first place. What if they are including in the vaccination sheep genes or cow genes, in other words, herd immunity, and you already know that part of the research was done on fetal tissue, um, people need to understand that it's they're laughing all the way while they're trying to inject us with the exact things that we so are against. It's, it, 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 it's so evil at its core that maybe that's what Tom and many, many people are experiencing in their spirit, man, that something's terribly, terribly wrong here. And anyhow, I yes. know I said what I was trying yes, to say very well. It's but exactly right. You hit the nail right on the head, and it's just something that, uh, you know, I, I, I very rarely have had that type of... Uh, just uh, ominous kind of feeling. Uh, it's it's just hard to put into words. Um, and uh, you know, I I I'd, uh, sent over that clip, and my, my my Skype is disconnected four or five times on me in a row. I apologize to our audience for the um, for the rough start there. Um, but uh, yes, you're absolutely right. I just feel something in the pit of my stomach that just uh, this is uh, it's a lot worse. And I don't, I don't like to cast the fear and gloom and doom, but it's just uh, when I feel something uh, so strongly, and I don't mention it, then I, you know, I, I, I fear that I'm not being diligent uh, in doing so. But uh, you hit the nail right on the head there, buddy. Yep. Well, yeah, and I want to pipe in oh, here, yeah. by the way. And by the way, Ken, you know, the usual uh, suspects we would think of uh, when I think of the Pope and, you know, the usual people who would be against something like this have actually been promoting it. And, and sorry to keep bringing up New York. I know not everyone lives there, but Cuomo has insultingly brought up black leaders of religious communities to come promote this. And, you know, whatever it takes to tap into a person and and their belief system, they'll be like, no, no, it's fine, even if it technically contradicts their beliefs. 
Um, and I don't think they're, they're injecting people with fetal tissue per se. And that doesn't mean I'm certainly defending this, but essentially what this is doing is the mRNA vaccines in particular, and I'm sorry to call it a vaccine, you're right, it's gene therapy, is stimulating a person's immune system to have a later extreme response to a particular spike protein. And I'd imagine if something even worse came down, let's say and people were exposed to, how does this not create either autoimmune disorders or, uh, you know, a potential even worse conditions? And the way they have it set up is if people are going to test positive after getting these vaccinations or otherwise, and if symptoms are going to occur after getting this in some people, how does that not feed back into the loop of claiming that we're still in the middle of a so-called pandemic, right? It's designed to resustain itself. And let's say half the population that takes this is utterly fine. It still creates this legal precedence and framework to say, hey, yes, it's okay for the state to create this passport system and segregation. And so there's all kinds of dangerous things occurring here and all kinds of building towards this normalization of excluding people from polite society, if you will, a society that protected Jeffrey Epstein, I might add, (laughs) Um, you know, excluding people from this. So either way you swing it, whether or not people are fine from taking this or not, the point is none of it recognizes your rights and your autonomy to say no, to opt out, to say, hey, wait, you know, I'm not okay with this for whatever reasons. Well, there's, there's an interesting dynamic that, you know, maybe I just think I'm seeing it, but I thought I, or think I am seeing it, that they're almost, it's almost as if they use this show and a lot of shows at RBN um, as a Delphi technique. And some of the things that's talk, that are talked about here, especially as deep as you all go, um, are then used as they, they develop counterpoints to. I don't know if you all have noticed that or not, but a lot of times their narrative seems to follow a lot of what's being talked about on RTR. Um, again, I'm painting with a broad brush and you know trying to be concise, so it's not quite that simple, but um, I find that to be fascinating. Um, and I want to throw a two cents in about New York myself. Um, I was there in 1993 on assignment for my company. And so while I was there, I wanted to uh, stop by uh, the United Nations and do some things. And anyhow, after I got done, I had to go to the United States mission to the United Nations. And uh, while I was sitting there waiting in the conference room, uh, busload after busload after busload of Hasidic Jews were pulling up in front and getting out. And I personally had never seen them before, and so I was really interested in what was going on. And um, anyhow, I got my business done and left and walked down the street to see what was going on. And there was a huge protest by these Hasidic Jews about a visit of Yitzhak Rabin, um to the United Nations, and while I was standing there taking some pictures, um, one of these elderly Jews held up a sign to me, and it said that Israel, or the Jews and Israel are not the same thing. This is 1993, and I'd never heard such a thing before. I didn't realize there was a dichotomy, and that's what originally started me wondering, you know, what is what is that about? How could a Jew say that a Jew and Israel are not the same thing? And uh, that's what the other point I was trying to make is that it, it there there are even divisions there that have, have been there for a long time that um they're, they're driving a wedge in between people. I'm, I'm kind of, I lost my train of thought, but um, uh, the point is is that there's some very brutal people that are in charge, and we need to wake up and understand who we are as people. And Okay, now it's coming back to me. Um, <laughs> Clint was talking yesterday um, about how they changed us to be uh, you know, persons, you know, our 
fictitious, fic, uh, um, or fiction, and not called people. And originally, mm-hmm. we were called the people. That's why God said, you know, my people perish for lack mm-hmm. of knowledge. He didn't say my persons. He said my people. And then they've taken away our right as the people to be the persons. And that's kind of the difference between the two. Is you're 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 going from that status of God's people to man's persons. And um this is all part of that that push. Anyhow, um uh, uh, I'll hang up now and let you all respond. No, thanks for calling in. You bring up a good point. Titus Frost is a Christian researcher I like quite a bit, and he's mentioned multiple times that he doesn't like the idea of this human, that even just in the language that we use to describe people, right, there's something, you know, ironically dehumanizing about using the word human, like it's a less of where God refers to people as man and mankind, which is different. It gives it a more meaningful status. And I know what you're saying, and I have said it multiple times, that the ruling class, the illegitimate ruling class, looks at us as as, uh, experiments and uh, cattle, right? And regardless of whether someone's an Orthodox Jew or not, or their background, this is a system that has no principles and will happily throw people under the bus. Ironically, it's the holiday of Passover, and Governor Cuomo says, you know, happy holidays to the people, the Jews worshipping Passover, where they celebrated you know, leaving the tyranny of Egypt under the pharaoh. It's like, well, Cuomo, you are the pharaoh. You're the modern-day pharaoh slave driver trying to rule over people in New York as every other governor in every other state and Biden and what have you. And these other groups, you know, like the Jesuits and Rosicrucians and people trying to run the show. In addition to the Jewish organizations like the ADL or whatever, is it's multiple power structures. So, yeah, of course. I mean, we're living in wild times, but I've mentioned a million times that silver lining. I'm hoping more and more people wake up and see how ridiculous that this really truly is. And I've also mentioned that we don't win if that framework is still in place, right? If government emergency powers can expand under whatever so-called crisis there is or isn't, and if we have track and trace programs, and it's kind of funny to me because the only resolution being offered to us in terms of accountability, is always surveillance. It's always tracking. And none of it is about trust. When a temperature gun is used on you, it's to say that you're either too stupid to know you have a fever or that you're lying, right? When a vaccination pass is used on people, it's to say that they're not trusted. And how can we truly have this unification? We're all in this together. We don't trust each other. And the only way to hold people accountable is to use this blockchain technology in this disastrous way, right? Blockchain inherently isn't bad, but it's being used, you know, for these passports and everything in this in this corrupted sort of way. And it's funny, too, because we're all in this together, you know, and if someone wants to say no and say, hey, listen, I know that there's threats out there that are real. I know that there's risks and I'm willing to accept those risks that happen on a day-to-day basis and I want to opt out or take on risk you're not allowed to, right? We're all in this together means you're forced to take their resolutions that they offer. Do we have any other callers? Okay. <laughs> Put him through. I'm sorry for his long wait. Hello. Hello there. Yeah. Hey, Charles. Uh, yeah, I won't stay on too long, but uh, Archbishop Bragano of the Catholic Church just, uh, just saw where he said the uh, thing that uh, the World Economic Forum is talking about restructuring under uh, Klaus Schwab is a way of Satan. Oh. He says, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, don't pay any attention to the so-called Pope Francis, but Vigano, I, 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 I follow. Yeah, he seems to be right on. Yeah, and we're all in this together. <laughs> Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, some of some of us are are in control, or some of us are the hammer, and some of us are the anvil. As Gerda said, either be this hammer or the anvil. I guess we're the anvil. 
we were the subject people being entered into a new Antichrist uh, thing, if we believe uh, Archbishop Vigano way of uh, the way of Satan. Well, I'm happy that there's a based uh, bishop out there, as there should be. I mean, again, it's so sad to see that a lot of the churches, especially Protestant ones, have bent the knee to this. You know, the, that's why I've said multiple times, it's not just us versus government, really. It's us versus the worst aspects of human nature, which have just extended into corporations, institutions, academia, the organized religious you know, communities that are being told to bend the knee maybe outside of Eastern Orthodox churches or whatever. It's just kind of a right. sad state of affairs, but it's good. This needs to be exposed, right? Yeah, it's corporate greed, not social need. <laughs> yeah. Right, and then I guess we're all in this together, but some of us are in this a little bit more than others, right? <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. And that World Economic Forum is so wonderful because they're very upfront about what they want to do, but they use nice, colorful, liberal language to cover it. So they'll say things like sustainability or... And it's very... If you follow the news for long enough... Well, they're technocrats. They want, they, yes. They're technocrats. They want to get rid of the middle and small-sized businesses. They're marginals. Yeah. They I mean, that's what they call it. The technocrats called... The technocrats came from... Grand Orient Freemasonry. Read the book, The Rise of, uh, Rise of the Technocrats. You can find, I can't think of the author's name. It came out years ago. There's a lot of books about the technocrat movement. It's Grand Orient Freemasonry. Yeah, and how bad does it have to be? Where Even, even in the uh, insignia of the World Economic Forum is a square and compass. It was on the world... Uh, the truthseeker.co.uk, they said this this symbol in the lower left-hand border, it's not, not something we put in there, is on the World Economic Forum, the square and compass. You get it? <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Well, That's if I go I into the it. UN, you, you, the, the UN's world religion is, is theosophy. Go into the prayer Ooh. room in the UN. Thirty. It's a uh, one of Picasso's uh, paintings. The type of type of painting is in there, and it's divided into thirty-two pieces. Yeah, when it comes to symbology and religion, there's this agenda to wipe out. You know, they call it the patriarchy, but it's that father model right when we think of christianity and god is the father and it's this whole you know the world economic forum it's this weird feminization of culture and a move to push for this earth goddess kind of pagan thing and i don't think paganism is inherently bad per se but this is definitely a push in a specific agenda and there's um a guy i follow i don't know if you've heard vin armani who i like quite a bit that talks about crypto and religion and other things and he's saying that Rachel, in the future don't yeah Forget. They're trying to uh, have men take female hormones because they're saying right. that it helps the COVID <laughs> vaccine. That's right. Trust oh, the science. We ran out of time. Thank you uh, yeah. for joining us today. And we'll see you next Sunday. RTR Truth Media, Rachel Bias, Tom Lackabara, Stewart, Chris Witzer. Thank you to all the callers. Sorry to cut short, but take care. Photo ops. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. While we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country, here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store 
or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3.